Algar Productions. And now the adventures of Nick and Willikins. England, the green rolling hills, the towering clocks, the green and pleasant lands, truly the oldest, finest, and most full of porridge of all Europe's countries. And look, down there, there stands the oldest, finest, and porridgiest building of them all, ancient, sainted Nick Hall, whose proud Willikins. corridor... Oi, Willikins! Sir? I thought I heard our narrator up there. Sir, you know our narrator departed this plane of existence some time ago in order to, as he put it, drink literally all the beer in the known multiverse and beyond. Well, that's as may be, but I know what I heard. I'm not some crazy person what hears voices what aren't there. Willikins? Sir? You don't think I'm some sort of crazy person what hears voices what aren't there, do you? And keep in mind before you answer that I'm the only thing between you and... Sweet freedom, sir. Too right. I cannot speak with any authority to the question of your sanity, sir. You, on the other hand, don't have to be crazy to work here, but you are. And stupid. Also, you barely work because you're... <sighs> yes, sir. So lazy. To your original point, though, sir, I was tidying up in the attics and I discovered these old recordings of our narrator. Then carefully tended buttresses have stood there low these many years at scenic Artford Flandingshire upon Thames, waiting for its last surviving heir. And if we're very... I miss that long-suffering baritone pillock, Willikins. Indeed, sir. Well, not miss, not exactly miss, but I do miss going on adventures. And how, how can we, can do, we that do that without a narrator? Without a narrator? Willikins, are you mocking me? Perish the thought, sir. It's just that you expressed this exact sentiment at the start of our last adventure. What? You mean when you went wandering around the halls, stuffing all manner of improbable objects down your trousers? <sighs> you mean when I helped exonerate you of those murder charges? I can't control how you remember things. Yet. No, sir, I'm speaking of a different adventure. The one that began with the death of your father. Cor, I didn't murder him too, did I? Only if he died of disappointment, sir. Oh, blimey, Willikins. If English fathers could die of that, then where would we be? Deftly observed, sir. Anywhere, even if we did have a narrator, I suppose we've run out of charmingly, charmingly quintessential, quintessential British, British things, things to do. To do. Willikins, stop that at once! Well, we had this conversation before, also as Wirral. Indeed, sir. Two Christmases ago. Well, that's... Yes, sir? I don't know, I assumed you'd finish my bloody sentence for me again. If there's nothing else, sir, I'd rather like to continue my tidying up here. Hey, you're not getting rid of any of this stuff, are you, Willikins? What on earth would have given you that idea, sir? Well, that giant box on which you've clearly written the word rubbish. You are tossing out my priceless artifact, just like the right tosser you are. Absolutely not. I've two boxes going. One is labelled rub, as in, I must rub these with a damp cloth. What have I told you about getting too technical about your bloody hobbies? My... Hobbies, yes, sir. And the other box is for things that only sort of require a rub. Rub-ish, you see? Willikins, I find that explanation to be both spurious and dubious. Well, you would, wouldn't you, sir? I can't believe you want to throw all these things away. Look at this. This is my recipe for Animal Kingdom stew. In that you wrote down, gather up all the animals at Nick Hall, put them in a pot, and then do whatever it is you do to make food happen. Yes, sir, I suppose by certain definitions that would qualify as a recipe. And this is swag, that's an American word I learnt, from one of those radio stations I own in the colonies. Look, an official cooter in the bear fart machine, Willikins. I only made 650,000 of those. Yes, sir, but... 
thing. What could I have been thinking? And these are the keys to the explosive cellar. I haven't been down there in years. I believe we actually died last time we did, sir. No, I think I'd remember that. And these are tickets to that delightful haunted house attraction what used to be on the grounds. Wait a tick, whatever happened to that? Its keeper and his family actually passed away some time ago, sir. It's quite possible that house is literally haunted now. Real ghosts aren't nearly as spooky as a bowl full of eyeball grapes. Indeed, sir. <gasps> Willikins! You aren't considering getting rid of this, were you? Of course not, sir. I- Gah! Sweet bloody white English Jesus, kill it with fire! We shall do no such thing. This is Mr. Schmlown, Willikins. I stand by my earlier statement. I'll kill you with fire, you great redwood of a pillock. Hey, you hear that, Willikins? He wants to be your friend. He just told me himself. Sir, no one has ever heard that thing speak apart from you. Rather like Calvin and Hobbes in that regard, eh? Rather more like King George III, I think. Speaking of fire, Willikins, I found these matches from down a pub. These could be a clue. A clue, sir? You know, if a detective came round. Oh, he wasn't here. Because we was down a pub. Yes, of course. Who doesn't leave behind an object emblazoned with the logo of a place they haven't even been to yet? I wonder if they still work. Sir, do be careful. Ah, Uda lie. Did you see that, Willikins? Did you see how that box filled with old papers went up like a bloody barrel of petrol? That box wouldn't happen to have been labelled Willikins Paychecks 2007 to Present, would it have been? Oh, of course not. I didn't see what it said, but I know it had a Q in it. Paychecks is spelt with a Q in England, sir. No, that would be Quaychecks. There are other letters in the word as well. Oh, I suppose that must have been them then. <sighs> ah, here's my mobile with that application or app what makes sound effects. <laughs> I wonder how many objects in these attics make that exact noise. Yes, I wonder that as well. Ah, Willikins, don't you dare throw away this old chip packet. This reminds me of the time my cousin came to visit and I showed him around England. <sighs> Who can forget, sir? Willikins, don't you dare answer that door. Sir, the last time you said that, I did as you instructed and didn't answer the door. And then you had my legs amputated and then, in your words, reputated the wrong way round to, and I quote, teach me a lesson. And did you learn that lesson? Not so much as I learnt to walk like a two-legged horse. They're called centaurs, Willikins. Honestly. In any event, I find myself at a bit of a crossroads now. Opening the door might see me punished. Not opening the door could very well result in same. Oh my god, you're always whinging about something. Just get out of my way, I know who this is, and I want mine to be the first face he sees in this exciting new land. Who is this most fortunate of souls then, sir? My American cousin! Ah, Jesus! Cool, why are you bowling up like Fiotus? Whittigans, why is he bowling up like a- I suspect Americans are a bit jumpy being reminded of the play their beloved Abraham Lincoln was attending when he was assassinated. No, it's not. What? It's not that. I just... Cousin Nick, I didn't expect you to be so... loud. And they say the Americans and the British have no common ground. Loud? I'm not loud. Let me go and get my loud ailer. That's a megaphone to you. Only you don't use the metric system, so I suppose you'd call it an... Acre phone? Nailed it. Annie Oodle, I'll go get that thing. Then you'll see who's loud. Surely he'll hear who's loud, sir, whilst he still retains the capacity to hear. So, can I come in, or...? Uh, yes, of course. I do apologize, Master... Oh, uh, Rob. Rob Steele. Of the Pittsburgh Steels. Charmed. I do apologize. Let's apologize with an S. Indeed. 
Let me just take your coat and your luggage, and you and Master Nick can do whatever it is he has in mind for you, you poor devil. Thanks. You're very kind. I don't tell him that. He's liable to get ideas above his station. His station? Yes, that's how we do things here in England. Noble persons, that's me, graciously employ vermin like the Elp, as Willikins, as an alternative to their being cast into the sea or some such. Oh. Well, in America, we're taught that there's no such thing as a class system, and that everyone is born equal. I see. And how's that been working out for you, then? So, like I said in my email, my flight is only laid over here for about 18 hours. I've never been to the UK before. Oh, this isn't the UK. It's England. Aren't they the same thing? Oh, sure, and I suppose you think Great Britain is also synonymous. Isn't it? Not for long. Brexit, am I right? Right, let's take a look at this list of yours then. I know it's pretty big, and I don't expect we'll have time to see everything. Oh, nonsense! We can easily see all the things on this list in a few hours. Wow, I'd heard England was small, but... We make up for it in loudness! Now follow me! So how's the rest of the American wing of the Grand Nick Dynasty? Oh, they're good. Cousin Chick says, sup. <laughs> Cousin Chick. Oh, was that exactly what to say, Danny? Um, yeah. Sure, I guess. Right. Item one on your itinerary, Ari. I was sure you'd have more trouble with that word. No time. Item one. Stonehenge. I thought Stonehenge was way out in the country. Ah, the real one probably is. But this one's better. This one's made of skeletons. Ah, so it is. Why would you... I ordered Willikins to construct this when we found ourselves with an abundance of skeletons to dispose of. Why would you have... Oh, who remembers? He did kind of a rubbish job, but on the other end, when doesn't he? I suppose you call this Bonehenge? No. Why would we call it that? Never mind. Right, so over here... Okay, I get the gag. Can we move this along, please? Over here, just past my... of is Hyde Park. I just see some rolling hills. They're very nice, but I saw a lot of these on the way over here. Yes, well, there's a park, but it's been hidden. Get, get it? Do, do you get it? Not really? Look, I know you usually need to do things like this three times to establish a pattern, but I think I have worked it out already. If you're just going to be walking me around your yard... We call it a garden. All right, but I didn't come to see your garden. I'd love to make another trip and really soak in the family estate, but today my time is very limited. I really was hoping to, I don't know, shop at Harrods, see the statue of Nelson in Trafalgar Square, try to make the guards laugh at Buckingham Palace. Oh, but that's all so boring. Maybe to you, but I've never been to a foreign country before. Foreign country? This isn't a foreign country. It, it's, it's England. Look, maybe I should just get my things and head to the airport now. I think Madame Tussauds is probably on the way to Heathrow. Heathrow? Ooh, delight! You didn't mention you were going to Heathrow. My favoriteest tourist attraction of all times is quite near there. Really? Too right! And you're not talking about some weird scale model of Heathrow that you built out of toothbrushes or something. What's a toothbrush? I promise. I mean the airport. Now then, let me just fetch Whittakins. <coughs> I think your cell phone is ringing. No, that's my mobile. What in God's name is the cell phone? 
Go for Nick. Sir, we've discussed this at length. Communicating in this manner is much more effective than bellowing across the grounds. Fine. Now listen, we're going on a rather long trip, so I want you to bring some entertainment. By which I mean board games. Because what could be better for an awkward relationship with a distant family member than hours upon hours of playing board games in captivity? Oh, God. Very good, sir. Which board game shall I pack? Mm, well, let's see. Well, Cluedo, obviously. Uh, Connect Four Do. That one's always fun. Risk Do. Monopoly Do. Snakes and Ladders Do. That's lovely. Jenga Do. And then Uno Do. Guess Who Do. And Stratego Do. Got it. But not bloody Settlers of Catan. It knows why. Sir, I'm not sure there'll be room in the car for Master Rob's luggage if I bring all these board games. Ah, that's fine. We won't be needing that. Wait, what was that? Right, off we go then. This is just the actual airport terminal. That's right. I thought you said this amazing tourist attraction was near the airport. Even better, it's in the airport. Oh, is it like one of those historical sites that they had to sort of build the airport around? No, this is more of a restaurant. Are you trying to say restaurant? Here we are. Welcome to Big Burgundy's. May I interest you in our new Nachos Alfredo? Brilliant, right? As I suspected, sir, that sentimental chip packet is from a McBurgerdies. That's right. A restaurant chain of which there are nearly 40,000 in the world. Wilkins, if you throw this away, I shall have you drawn and quartered, and then redrawn and sixteenthed. The thought never even entered my mind, sir. Say, so why do you reckon Cousin Rob hasn't returned for that long visit like he promised? Couldn't possibly say, sir. Hmm. This dog bowl says Willikins on it. You'll obviously want to keep that, or else from what will you drink from? Sir, that bowl is for your little dog, whom you'll recall you named Willikins. I will recall that. Whatever happened to that little blighter anyway? He was arrested for murder, sir. Or everybody I ever loved is either in prison or on another plane of bloody existence, or dead. Dead, sir? Surely you don't mean your father. No, I was talking about Errol, very rest in peace. Willikins, pull one out for Errol. I'd like to, sir, but our narrator has long since absconded with all the bottles, due to the aforementioned... Noble quest to consume strange and wondrous bills. I was going to say alcoholism, sir, but six of one, half dozen the other. Let's see, packet of beast crisps, time machine... Lost interest in that one in quite a hurry, didn't you, sir? Willikins, why are these metal letters here? Metal letters, sir? Yes, there's, let's see, uh, nine of them. Two A's, two O's, an L, an N, an M, an R, and an E. Ain't no Romeo. I believe it spells Alan Moore, sir, from that time he asked you to remove his name from his home. Oh, yes. I wonder how that old anal Romeo is doing. Well, I'd suggest going round to his house, sir, but we may have trouble finding it. Here's a bar of St. Corby's soap from the one and only time we ever actually went to the Corleys. Ah, yes. Contentment Corner, North Dakota. The apparent centre of the universe. And that centre with an R-E, not an E-R, right? Indeed. However, I believe you'll find we've actually been to the Colonies on a number of occasions. Nah, that doesn't sound right at all. Well... You spent one entire visit inside an England-themed amusement park, which, in hindsight, is something I suppose we all should have seen coming. And then there was the time we attended that convention. Of course! Warlock Ageddon, the fourth largest fantasy and sci-fi convention in eastern North America. 
Attention wizards, Jedi, superheroes, and people who put together a costume based on what seemed like an easy pun, but now it's obvious you're going to spend this entire weekend explaining it to people. The star of Doctor Strange, BBC TV's Sherlock, and the not remotely disappointing Star Trek Into Darkness will be signing autographs in the nameless room formerly known as the Alan Moore Pavilion in 20 minutes. You all know who I'm talking about. There's no way I'm trying to read that name. Winnikin, let's go see Benabet Humperbatch. And then we can ride the pony again. Sir, you are aware that this isn't a petting zoo, aren't you? That pony you rode earlier was two gentlemen in a pantomime costume dressed as Twilight Sparkle. What, they have Panto here too? Winnikin, this petting zoo is delightful! Also, I didn't know so much about my little pony, Willikins. Are you a closet brony? Not as such, sir. Hmm, pity. That might have been the first thing I ever actually respected you for. I knew it didn't feel right. Of course. Uh, sir, watch out for that- <coughs> Mind where you're going, my boy. Willikins, it's the doctor! Uh, too right, lad. I've followed the doctor's adventures all my life, and I'm still not sure what he gets up to. I have an ear infection I'd like you to take a look at. And I think there might be a toad in my hole. Uh. No, I'm not that kind of doctor, lad. I'm here to save England from the Dalek menace. Oh, is it Christmas already? But then who'll save England from your rubbish accent? My companion, well, slave really, is right. You don't sound very English. Not like we do. Cool, we're racing full of beans, we is, and you're jolly off your trolley if you think you're fooling anyone. <laughs> well, I, well I, I have always fancied myself a bit of an anglophile. At a comic convention, you don't say. And I thought I was passing. I've studied all the greats. Monty Python, Red Dwarf, Black Adder. Well, that all checks out. Unfortunately, unless you're going for Tyrion Lannister, that accent won't work at all. Well... Bollocks. Do you want help learning how to be more English, Dr. Fake Doctor, sir? I can help. Willikins, help him. Ugh, very good. It is now some time later. Some time after what, I have no idea. I'm not even sure who this announcement is for. Any hoodle. Warlock Ageddon asks that all so-called talent attempting to do business without being affiliated with a major corporation please meet outside the exit door. And stay there. Your kind is not welcome here. And now a piece of completely unrelated information. The panel on grinding personal axes in your creative projects begins presently. This dialect with which you have assisted me is phenomenal. Well done, you. Yeah, except you don't sound anything like the Ninth Doctor. He had more of a northern accent, and you're BBC English all the way. Wrong region, Smeghead. Are you dressed as Xena? The warrior princess? That's right. That's not very current at all. Well, I wanted to come as a female character from Lord of the Rings, but I couldn't think of any. That seems like a bit of a cheap shot. This entire place feels like a cheap shot. What does that even mean? It all makes me feel very... out of my element. Profoundly uncomfortable. Well, kids, I've never seen you this... Willful before. I should have you frozen in carbonite for that. I think there's a booth over there that can... Hang on. Aren't you... Pardon? Oh, it's just, uh, I thought you were a cosplayer. Mum? I just assumed you were doing a Downton Abbey thing. Oh, yes, yes, I can totally see that. He's, a uh, Carson. No, he's clearly Mr. Bates. 
Uh. Come now, Mr. Bates. There must be a table that can sell me an Anna costume. Whittakins, you come back here at once. I didn't authorise you to get that girl. She must be 40 years younger than you. I thought you didn't even like women's. As it happens, yes, sir. I am, in fact, gay. I'm stunned that this is a detail you've managed to retain about me. Of course I do, Willikins. What kind of a bloody insensitive wanker do you take me for? Uh... I respect your placement on the beautiful spectrum that is human sexuality. I don't know what to say, sir. However, that's the only thing I respect about you, and I'm certain no man would have you. There it is. Because you're rubbish. <sighs> yes, sir. In fact, you should climb into this box into which you've misguidedly placed my assorted treasures. I shall get on it at once, sir. Not on it. In it. In it. Indeed, sir. Willikins, I thought our warlock would get an adventure wasn't canon and then and help. I believe we follow a rather loosely interpreted continuity, sir. And why do I remember being there? Couldn't say, sir. In fact, I remember some lovely anorak that's British for nerd, Willikins. I am passingly familiar with the language, sir. I remember this boffin, a real swat he was, telling me all about the multiverse and alternate realities and quantum. Did he do it gingerly, sir? Or perhaps surreptitiously? What on earth are you gabbing about? <sighs> I wish this conversation was something that happened to other people. He explained to me that there are a thousand million realities in which every possibility exists. Like in that movie. Into the Spider-Verse, sir? Not now, Whittakins. We're talking about alternate realities. He said that somewhere along the branching probabilities event horizon, there's a world where you're the master and I'm the servant. And now the adventures of Will and Minikins. Ooh, delay. It's almost half three. Bring me an hamburger pizza at once. <sighs> Very good, sir. Of course, I told him that was the most absurd idea anyone could ever possibly imagine. Indeed, sir. You, with money and freedom <laughs> and dignity. Positively unthinkable, sir. I mean, there's infinite possibilities and then there's just not bloody likely. Yes, sir. But there could be a world where we're... I don't know, French. <laughs> I suppose there could be, sir. Oh, where I sacked you years ago and I had a butler who was worth a bloody toss. I believe that one's called heaven, sir. Ooh, or one where we're all ladies. Like I'm a delightful upper-class bird and you're some kind of a, uh, yeah, I don't know, uh, girlikins. And now, the adventures of Nicky and Wilmakins. This is stately Nicky Hall, situated high atop Nicky Hill, overlooking the quaint village of commoners living in Nicky Valley. This proud village has existed for thousands of years, taking pride in their mutton milner, their pork pie shops, that's shops with two P's and an E, naturally, and their kidney and boiled sweets pie. But our focus turns not to these insignificant peasants. Instead, we cast our gaze upward, and we join young Nikki, Lady of Nikki Hall, as she begins her day, as she begins all days, abusing her only servant. Wilmakins! Oi! Wilmakins! <sighs> yes, Mum. Would this be the... I'm ready for my horrible breakfast, Bellow. You're carrying me to the loo, Bellow, or you're... Wrong, wrong, wrong. This is quite clearly my I've been awake for over a minute and I'm bored, Bellow. Cor, you're so oblivious. Indeed, Mum. How then, she asked, knowing full well she would regret the answer, shall I solve the problem, which, we must note, takes an extremely loose definition of the word problem... Of your boredom. I don't know. Do I have to think of bloody everything? 
I thought you went to Cambridge. Oxford, Mum. Surely you must recall that I was the first female graduate in the university's history. Nobody remembers anything about you, Wilmerkins. You're so unmemorable. Also, we're moving further into boredom, not away from it, which is where I wanted to go. There, or the village green. Ooh, Wilmerkins! Let's go down to the village green! Mum, do you even know what the village green is? Not entirely, but I expect we shall take tea there. Or play tennis. I believe you're thinking of Wimbledon, Mum. What? The furry creatures what help the environment? No, Mum, that's the Wombles. What? The bloke what wrote Spartacus? No, Mum, that's... Go on. That's... Come on, Wilmerkins. You're rubbish at literally every other thing you do. How delightful. But this is the one thing you're actually kind of brilliant at. Now, <clears throat> What? The bloke what wrote Spartacus? No, Mum, that's... Dalton Trumbo. Well played, Wilmerkins. Now... Fetch my fanciest petticoats, waistcoats, bonnets, bustles, bodices, and an elephant bone corset. Surely you mean a whale bone corset, Mum. Don't tell me what I mean. I want you to go down to the village pork pie shop, and that shop with two P's and an E, of course. Fetch an elephant, slaughter it, bleach its bones, and make me a corset. And I want you to have it done by the time I reach the bottom of the stairs. Very good, Mum. And I want you to carry me down the stairs. Right, then. Be sure to mind the gap as you make your way down the stairs. And also mind you don't trip over little Wilmikins. Ah, yes, your cat, which has the same name as I do, which doesn't cause the least bit of confusion, whatever. Not for me. Shall we go, then, Mum? Yes, see that we do. And so, Wilmikins carried Nicky down the stairs. What? That wasn't already implied by what they just said. Do you even need me for this part? Well, here we are at the bottom of the stairs. <sighs> Indeed, Mum. It's about bloody time, isn't it? Cool. Hello, good great Uncle Pat. I didn't see you there. I've been moved from this bloody spot for your entire life, lass. Well, that's as maybe. But it doesn't get me any closer to the village green. Oh, is that where you're going? Our little talk finally got through to you, did it? What? You mean the one about the vicar and the lorry driver what go into the chip shop and, uh... Not that one, no. The one about... Oh, Lord. What? That bit where I have to... Talk to a bloke? That's the one. Cool. I don't think we even have any blokes round here. I suppose we'll find out. Wilmikins, fetch my walking parasol at once. Very good, Mum. And so, our intrepid pair headed down to the... Seriously, are you just using me to announce scene changes? Don't you have incidental music or something for that? I have things I could be doing right now. Cool, it's a lovely day, isn't it? For those of us who aren't carrying young ladies piggyback whilst... Ow! They jab their... Ow! Parasols into one's back... Ow! Indeed it is, Mum. Right. This is an highway robbery, you lot. Stand in a... stand. I believe the word you're looking for is deliver. Don't tell me what word I'm thinking of, you can't... Footnote. That word is much more commonplace in the United Kingdom and doesn't carry nearly the weight that it does in America. Okay, that one actually seemed vaguely relevant. I was just telling Wilmikins not to tell me what word I was thinking of. We have a lot in common, you and I, Miss Highway Robber. In fact... We 
Why a tick? I know you, Ethel. Of course you know me, you little... La la la. Once is enough. Thanks, Ethel. Twat. It's time for our regular tea time mogging. What? Tea time? Core, I just got out of bed. Wilmikins, where's the day gone? Mum, do you not recall the nearly infinite list of wardrobe items you requested? It takes time to look as... Yes? To look as you do. Core, is that elephant bone? The very same. Now, Wilmikins, ever forward. If we don't reach the village green by half one, I shall have you demoted to scullery maid. Mum, do you even know what a scullery is? What? You mean like the lady on that X-Files show on the telly? No, Mum, that's Scully. What? You mean the construction worker on Sesame Street? No, Mum, that's Sully. Core, I've never been to this part of the estate before. Who lives in the castle over there, Wilmikins? I thought I was the only one with a castle round these parts. As it happens, Mum, she's out checking her post box right now. Perhaps we could ask her. Oh, we could ask her. I have to do everything. You're so... Lazy? <laughs> Close enough. Hello, Miss Cooey. Hmm? Yes? I'm from the hall down the lane, what's known as Nicky All. And I'm Nicky, the bird what lives in the core. You're J.K. Rowling! The same. Wilderkins! Oi! Wilderkins! Look who it is! She wrote all those books about orbits. what I love. I'm a big fan, Miss Rowling, though I wasn't too keen on the last one, the Cimmerililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililil
Got an aunt, mind you, an ant, like as in the insect. Yes, sir. Seems like a bit of a nut-up, if I'm being completely honest, Willikins. You don't say, sir. Let's see, what else we have in here? Uh, this is the brain-swapping machine I invented. Uh, an A-penny from our Victorian adventure. This is the restraining order against Russell Brand. I just hate him so much. And, ooh, my duplicator machine. Oh, Lord. What is? Do you remember the Christmas I invented this? I often awake screaming in the night due to my inability to forget it, sir. Yes, it was quite brilliant, wasn't it? Willikins, don't forget to scrub the chimney thoroughly. If Father Christmas has so much as one speck of soot on him, you'll have ruined Christmas for the 11th year in a row. Yes, what an excellent use of my time this pointless chore is. Willikins, I'm off to go sledging on the muirs. Very good, sir, but don't forget to wear your anorak. Or bloody don't. Catch your bloody death of cold. See if I bloody care. Willikins, have you seen my sledge? I want to take it out on the muirs. Sir, I thought you already... Perish the thought, but perhaps I've been inhaling the carbon monoxide in this chimney for just a bit too long. Willikins, in the absence of an actual sledge, which I seem to have mislaid for some reason, are there any common asshole items I might substitute for a sledge? Sir, if you'll just give me a moment, I'll... Never mind. Fine. I'm out of the chimney now. Despite the no doubt catastrophic effect this diversion will have on my day's busy schedule. Just give it a moment, I'm sure. There we are. Willikins, have you- No, sir. I couldn't possibly say where your sledge is. What? It's out on the muirs with all the other nicks, obviously. The other nicks. Yes. I've invented a duplicator machine and we're all going out to the muirs to take turns sledging. It's nearly Christmas, after all. Of course. And I wouldn't dream of keeping you from that grand Christmas tradition of tampering in God's domain. Good, then. Bye! They say suicides are more frequent around the holidays, but I doubt any of those people had to live with this. I hesitate to say this aloud for fear of jinxing things, but it appears this duplicator business has managed to keep Master Neck occupied and out of my hair, such as it is, for quite some time now. I've gotten more work done this afternoon than- Willikins! Come at once! It's an emergency! And I have gone and jinxed it. Good, then. What is it, sir? It's horrible. Huge creature. Fangs. Out on the moors. Disemboweling the duplicate nicks. Oh, dear. Has that bloody Baskerville fellow let his dog run loose again? Not dog. Uh, wolf. You know, that puts me in mind of the time I was killed and reincarnated as a wolf. But against you've never died. Why are you always talking about times when you've died? Wishful thinking, I suppose. This wasn't just a wolf. It walked like a man. And come to think of it... The moon is... Sir, you're not suggesting that your artificial duplicates were murdered by a werewolf is a sentence I never imagined myself saying out loud. Quiet, Whittakins. I'm inspired. The moon is... The moon is... That's as may be, sir, but perhaps we should phone... I said shut it. My muse has spoken to me, and I must record my thoughts at once. Very well, I shall fetch a quill and some paper. Now, bug it out. I've got something much better. Oi! Christmas robot! What in God's name is that? This is Christmas Robot. I invented him for, well, for obvious reasons, I think. That's exactly what it says on the tin. Happy Christmas, Master Nick. Sir, has it ever occurred to you your apparently considerable aptitude towards scientific- Shut up, Willikins, or I shall lose my creative momentum. Very good, sir. Right, now then, Christmas Robot, I want you to generate a sound unlike any natural instrument has ever sounded. Simple melody, say, uh, 92 beats per minute. Ah, that's lovely. Well, I thought the wolf massacre would be the worst atrocity we'd see here today, but- Willikins, I'm not going to tell you again. 
the moon is right. His ankles up. He'll out tonight. And that's enough. If only it were. Simply having a werewolf Christmas time. Why do I feel as though I should be called upon to recreate this scene at The Hague someday? Second verse, different to the first. The lycanthrope is on the mules. It's good for me. He can't open doors. Oh, hello, Nick. Nick, it's good to see you at Mangled by the Snarling Elbeast. Sing with me, won't you? Simply having a werewolf Christmas time. Of course, that last duplicate of me was killed later that evening when he asked Christmas Robot to give him a bath. Tragic to the end, sir. Well, again, did you know that a substantial portion of my rather sizable fortune comes from royalties paid on that song? I am aware of an urban myth to that effect, yes, sir. I'm also aware you pay a not insubstantial amount of money to ensure that it's played on the air in perpetuity. An amount, in fact, that outweighs the profits you receive from same. And I'm certain your accountants have brought this to your attention on several occasions. You got to spend money to make money, Willikins. That's from the Bible. Which reminds me, sir. Despite my best efforts, I've yet to get any of your camels through the eye of that needle. But I need one of those humpy skivers to get through or I won't go to heaven. Well, I told them that, sir, but it didn't seem to make much of a difference. It's like working with you, core. Just so much melodramadary. Huh? Get it? Do you get it? Do you see? What, I've, what I did there, Whittakins, melodramadary? Because a camel is... Yes, sir, I get it. Very droll, sir. So... What are we meant to do now? Well, sir, traditionally, in the face of such an obviously brilliant punchline... It was brilliant, wasn't it? Traditionally, the music would swell and our narrator... May you rest in peace? ...would read the end credits. Well, I'm certainly not going to read them. Narrating is a union job, but I'm no scab, Willikins. I have a tremendous fondness for the working class. Ow! Now you read those bloody credits or I shall be forced to do something we'll both regret. No, wait, only you'll regret it. But you'll regret it enough for two people. <sighs> Very good, sir. And I shall provide these required musics of which you speak. Oh, no, sir, I don't believe that's necessary. Tales from Nick Hall featured Mark Bosco as Rob Steele, Christy Brannan as J.K. Rowling, Terry Drozdak as the Lady Narrator, archival recordings of Dave Fields as the Long-Suffering Narrator, Brian Lynch as the Who Cosplayer, Kara O'Connor as the Xena Cosplayer and Good Great Uncle Pat, Matt Robotham as Nick and Ninikins, Nicole Santora as Ethel, Amanda Smith as Nikki, Sabrina Snyder as Wilmikins, Jason Wallace as the cashier and the BBC presenter, and Ron Algar-Watt as Willikins, Will, and the Warlock Again announcer. It was written by Ron Algar-Watt and produced by Algar Productions, copyright 2019. That was Werewolf Christmas Time by Lord Nick of Nick Hall. And next up on Radio 12, well, let's none of us act surprised now. Yes, it's Werewolf Christmas Time by Lord Nick of Nick Hall. (laughs) 